Welcome to the second episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsoon Butt and I specialise in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just wanted to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by, number one, you can simply listen to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Or number two, actively listen to this podcast to improve your listening skills. Um, I do try to keep it short. Um, I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. And I'll talk a bit about active and um, passive listening and reading in a later episode. Um, So, for example, you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript, transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen. So you can read and listen at the same time and analyze the language. You can learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation, that kind of thing. Number three, you can also use the show notes. Um, uh, There are some comprehension style questions in at the end of the show notes. You can use those um, by reading the transcript and using your skimming and scanning technique to answer the questions. Um, So the answers are provided at the end and you can also check uh, your answers by listening to the podcast again. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer those same questions while you are listening to the podcast. So just like you would um, a listening test. At the end of the show notes, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases or chunks of language that I've used in the podcast, uh, which you can then learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Okay, so this week's topic is planning. Now, you might be thinking, planning? Um, just give me some amazing advice that will help me get my score so that I never have to do the test again. I never have to think about it again. Just get to the juicy bit. Just tell me, you know, what I should be doing for my IELTS and OET preparation. And of course, I will give you lots of advice in the coming episodes. But before we do that, I need to make sure that we begin correctly. I need to make sure that you have the right mindset and a clear plan of what you need to do and how you are going to do it. I can give you all the advice you want, but if you have no idea how you are going to implement that advice and when you will do it, then you have failed before you have even started. Have you ever heard the saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail? Just think about for a moment, just for a moment, what that means. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Imagine you're driving in your car to a city that you've never been to and you have absolutely no idea how to get there. You're just driving in any direction, hoping that you'll get to that city. Would you do that? Of course not. You would get lost, you'll get frustrated, 
you'll waste time and money on your petrol and you would probably just give up. You would never do that. Instead, you would work out how to get there by using a sat-nav or a map and you would plan your journey. You would think about what is the best route to take, how long the journey would take, what time you would need to leave. Do you need to take food and water with you? Will you need to stop halfway for a break? If so, where would you stop, etc., etc. There's so many things that you would think about. You would organize that journey so you get from A to B with ease and confidence and fully in control of what you were doing every step of the way. So it surprises me when students don't think of this when it comes to their IELTS or OET preparation. Now, if you follow my work um, on my Instagram account and especially LinkedIn, then you will know I talk about planning and organizing a lot. I have even dedicated one of the modules in my IELTS course and in my OET course to get you uh, organized, to get you planning and organized. Put very simply, in my experience, the students that plan effectively, whether it's their time, their essays, their letters, their speaking uh, answers, uh, they are the ones that get the score. They reach their destination because they knew what they needed to do. They planned out what they needed to do to get to where they wanted to be. Now, for medical professionals, this is especially important. You have very busy lives. You work long shifts. You have a very stressful job. You have paperwork to do. And then you have family commitments, a social life, if you're lucky, and some rest, hopefully. So your time is precious and it can be so easy for you to think and believe that you have no time to dedicate to your IELTS or OET preparation. By the end of this episode, I will have made you rethink that. I'm going to show you how to shift your mindset and tell you how to plan your week so that you are able to find golden pockets of time, as I like to call them, to dedicate to your preparation so that you keep moving forward in your preparation every single day, no matter how busy you get. Even if it's just 10, 15, 20 minutes uh, of, of pockets of time during the day. The first thing you need to do is get a diary or a timetable for the week ahead. So you're going to plan just a week ahead. So in the, in the following week, you can print one out by typing weekly planner or weekly timetable in Google and just print one out for free. Or you can just make your own on a piece of paper, whatever is easy for you. Don't, you know, you don't need to make this complicated. Just keep it simple. And once you've got that, you need to follow these steps. Look at the week ahead and think about all the things that you need to do in the next week that you have. Fill in that week, that timetable with the things that you can't change. So put in your work, the time that you will be at work, so all of your shifts, any appointments that you have outside of work, time that you need to spend perhaps cooking or, you know, uh, doing the housework or doing the shopping or something like that. These are the times where you know you cannot study. 
So obviously, while you are at work, um, in the middle of your shift, you won't be able to do any work at that time. So block that time out as time when no study can be done. Number two, look at the week again. So once you've filled all the time where you can't study, look at your week again. Now you need to find those golden pockets of time. Remember, you are looking for 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes perhaps, blocks of time. Here are some ideas to get you thinking. So think about while you're driving in your car, perhaps while you're driving to work or driving the kids to school or coming back home from driving the kids to school. Think about commuting to work if you go on the bus or on the train or if you're walking to work. Think about your lunch breaks. While you are cooking or doing the housework, before going to bed, before your children wake up in the morning, for example, if you have children, or while waiting for your children to fall asleep. This one was a big one for me. When, if I wanted to read something or listen to something, you know, my children used to take ages to fall asleep. So I used to um, listen or read something uh, until they fell asleep next to me. So I used to use that time to, um, you know, do whatever I needed to do. So I utilized that time. So block that time out in another color you know are there 10 minutes you could use in your lunch break um for example where you could you know do something um i will talk about what you could do in a second but just identify in your week where you could do something uh while you are doing something else so, you know, while you're driving, could you listen to something, for example, something like that. So identify these 10, 15, 20 minute blocks of time and, and block that time out in another color. Number three, this is the third stage. Look at your week again. Now I want you to look at the week again and think about where you can create more time. So for example, could you wake up 10, 15, 20 minutes earlier? Could you sleep 10, 15, 20 minutes later? So before you go to bed, could you do something? What activity could you give up or do less of just until the test? Um, so I don't know, maybe uh, you pay, play badminton every week or... Um, you know, you have some kind of activity with your friends that you do every week. Could you give that up or perhaps do less of it just until the test? Remember, it's not going to be forever. It's just until the test is over. So where can you create more time? Could you ask a family member or a friend to take the kids for an hour a week? Uh, perhaps take them to the park for a week, uh, for an hour so you can get some study done. Think about what is possible and what is practical and block that time out too. Stage four, look at the week again. Now you need to decide what you need to do in the time you have identified in your week. Again, think about what is practical. For example, while you're driving in the car, you can only listen to something. You can't be reading something. Um, so you need to decide what you will listen to while you're driving to work every day, for example, for the 10 minutes or the 20 minutes it takes you to drive to work. You need to decide beforehand while you are planning your week what you are going to listen to. 
decide what that will be and make sure you either download it to your phone or it's easily accessible at the time. So you're not wasting time trying to find something to listen to. If you want to read something in your lunch break, for example, then make sure you have whatever it is with you. Print it out, download it to your tablet, to your laptop, to your phone. Just make it easily accessible on that day. Think about what else do you need on other days. You know, do you need to make sure that you have your earphones with you, for example, books, a notepad, a pen in your bag where you can note down new words and things like that. Plan it out get organized so that each day you know exactly what you need to have with you in order to study. Think about where you can block some time too. So, um, so, so sorry, what you can block. Uh, so think about what you can do in that time block. So you can actively listen to something in English um, and actively read something. And we'll talk about, like I mentioned before, active and passive listening and reading in another episode. Perhaps you can review or learn five new words or phrases, um, chunks of language um, that you can just go over in your notebook. You could attempt half a reading uh, test, uh, just attempt a few of the questions or a few listening questions. Um, you could record yourself on your phone answering a speaking question and reviewing your recording. You know, how did you sound? What was your pronunciation like? Uh, were you fluent? Well, um, what vocabulary did you use? What could you improve? What was good? So you could review your own speaking. Also think about the areas you need to improve and try to work on those first. So use your blocks of time to work on the areas you most need help with or you're not very confident with. So for example, if vocabulary is your weak area, spend some of the time that you've identified going over new words or finding new words when you're reading something. Identify them, write them down in a notebook and make sure you review them regularly. You may find that you have 10 minutes in the morning while driving to work, 20 minutes in your lunch break, another minute, uh, another 10 minutes driving home, Perhaps while you're cooking dinner, you can have 20 minutes and then another 10 minutes before you go to bed. So all of that adds up to one hour and 10 minutes of preparation you did in one day. You keep doing that every day and you'll be amazed how much you will do. Now, we all have those days where we have something happening back to back, where there is hardly any time to breathe between running uh, you know, between jobs that we need to do. I know I completely understand. I have four children and some days I'm just chasing my tail. But these are the exact days that you really need to plan for. I get my students to set a daily non-negotiable or DNNs. This is one task, one activity that you must do no matter how busy you get. It's a non-negotiable. It has to be done. So you know when you're planning your week ahead that, for example, Tuesday is going to be one of those days, or maybe it's more than one day. It's Tuesday and Wednesday where there will be not much time for you to do much. Set a DNN for those days or for that day. It could be as simple as practicing a sound you find difficult to pronounce. It could be reviewing some new words you wrote down from last week. 
It doesn't have to be a lot. It could literally just take you five minutes. So why are DNNs important? They are important because it ensures that no matter how crazy busy your day becomes, you are still able to do something to move yourself forward in your preparation. It's a commitment to yourself and you will feel better knowing this, that even on unexpectedly busy days, you managed to get something done. You made some progress. Remember, this is only until your test day. It's not going to be forever. But to make this all work, you need the discipline. You need to have the correct mindset. You don't want to keep taking the test again and again. You don't want to waste your time, your money, your effort and cause stress. And in the end, you know, lose your confidence. So why not challenge yourself to try it for a week? So for the next week, um, plan out your, you know, use the Sunday, the day before the week begins and just plan out your week and see how much you get done. See what works for you and adjust your timetable accordingly for the following week. If you do this for one month, you will be amazed at how much you were able to do and how much you improved. You know, don't underestimate those 10, 15 minutes, you know, pockets of time. It all adds up. The biggest challenge sometimes is not finding the time to study, but it's our own mindset. Sometimes to get something done, uh, to achieve something, we need to shift our own mindset. We need to change the way we approach something and find a more practical and positive way to achieve it. This method of time blocking, these pockets of time in your day is by far the most effective method that I teach my students. The students that use this method got themselves organized, got the work done, and in the end got the score they needed. So why not take me up on my challenge and spend the coming Sunday evening planning out the week ahead and let me know how your week went. You can email me at englishwithitutor at gmail.com. My email is also in the show notes at the bottom. Uh, for all um, further advice for, uh, and some free lessons, add me to your contacts over on LinkedIn. I'll leave the link in the show notes too. And until the next episode, take care of yourselves and keep moving forward.